Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, we're back. It's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, it's going to be part two of our celebrity encounters. We had so many great interviews, and they went longer than we than we had originally thought, and we didn't want to edit anything down because these were kind of cool um, stories, and so we decided to split it up into two parts. Now, last week I teased that I had other celebrity encounters, but mostly musicians, and actually I have one athlete that my other brother Brian Provenzal um, also got to meet, and that is if you were a San Francisco Giants fan back in the mid to late 80s, you of course remember Dave Dravecki. Now, Dave Dravecki, um, during the 1989 season, had developed cancer in his arm, and it was his pitching arm. And he went through this extensive comeback and treatment. And amazingly, he came back and pitched for the Giants. And it happened to be on August 10th of 1989, which also happened to be my 11th birthday. So I forever will remember this, not just because he was I was a huge Giants fan, but it was also on my birthday. And back then, games weren't really broadcast um, and on t- television all the time, so we had to listen to it on the radio. I remember it was a big deal. He ended up pitching eight innings, which was amazing. I mean, nowadays, um, you know, if somebody had come back from the disabled list with with a minor injury, he's probably only going to go four, <laughs> four or five innings, let alone um, eight innings. And he won the game. I mean, it was it was an amazing story. It was a it was a tremendous comeback and very inspirational. And unfortunately, the next game he was. In in Montreal and he was pitching and his arm just snapped and it was a horrific scene this one was actually on television and it was just horrifying and unfortunately he never pitched again and even worse he ended up having to have his arm amputated but from this and, and much pain and and you know being down and he came back and became an incredible motivational speaker and often tells a story and both Brian and I were lucky enough to uh, meet him and, and hear his story um, when he came to Yahoo um, to talk about you know being <laughs> inspirational and you know it, it can um, you know, his story was really, really touching. And on top of that, I happen to have the actual broadcast um, from the radio of his comeback. And so I had burned it onto a CD and gave it to him, figuring he already had it. But if he didn't, that'd be quite, kind of cool. And as I gave it to him, he's like, no, you know, I don't actually have this. This is so cool. And he was truly touched that um, someone had thought enough of him to to give this to him. And, and you know, to both Brian and I, it was part of our childhood it was really a cool moment, and uh, you know whatever you know the, his joy that he brought me as an athlete, you know, was the least I could do to, uh, you know, repay him for you know the the years of enjoyment I had um, as a Giants fan growing up. Um, in addition to meeting Dave Dravecki, I also uh, met a few uh, musicians when I was a radio intern and when I was in college because I wanted to be on the radio, and that's why I'm doing this podcast now. But I got to meet Sebastian Bach, the singer from Skid Row, who is definitely a character. He had been out of Skid Row for a couple of years by then, and uh, I really enjoyed Skid Row back in the day, and so I got to meet him. Um, and so I remember him being at the station doing an interview because he was performing in, in San Francisco that night, and it was happened to just be the day I was working. And I said to my manager, would it be okay if I, you know, meet him, you know, for a couple of seconds? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, go in. He's, he's pretty cool. So I, I walk in during a commercial break. And he, if you've ever seen Sebastian Bach, he's, he is definitely a, a funny guy. And he's just like, dude, how's it going? And I was like, hey, how are, how are you? And because I'm 20 years old, something like that. And I didn't even know what to say, which is kind of ironic considering I wanted to be on the radio. Anyway, so he... <laughs> just kind of reach my hand kind of gives, gives me the bro hug and, he, and he's like what are you doing and i'm like well i'm i'm an intern here and, and this is kind of the cool stuff i get to do and i get to meet you and I, i'm a huge skid row fan and then he kind of gets serious for a second he's like well you know i'm not in skid row anymore and i'm like i, I know i know i love your soul stuff and then he's like oh i'm just fucking with you and it's, <laughs> i kind of just like change my pants and uh, move on with the day but no he was he was very cool he's very gracious and uh, that was that was kind of a cool moment now the other one that was it's kind of sad uh, as it turned out 
Stone Temple Pilots was big back then, and uh, Scott Wywin, of course, everyone that has followed the grunge scene knows how many people have died from from that era, from the, the early 90s on, and unfortunately, Scott Wylan was a casualty of that demise and, and died of a drug overdose, and at the time, meeting him, he was very, he was nice, but he you could tell... I don't want to say he was strung out, but you could tell he didn't really want to be there. Now, Dean DeLeo, who is the guitar player for Stone Temple Poets, was almost like trying his best to make up for uh, Scott, Scott Wilde being so apathetic. But it was still kind of neat to, to meet them and see this intimate acoustic show. And uh, they did sign a poster for me and everything. But looking back, you, you kind of see kind of how, how Scott Wilde was a little bit troubled. Um, but other than that, no, I mean, I, I'm surprised that I never really met any athletes, no actors. Um, those were probably my best run-ins, uh, meeting a celebrity of sorts. And so now it is time to hear part two of everyone else's stories. And if I remember any, I will, uh, append this at the end, but enjoy this week's episode of part two of our celebrity encounters okay we're back with my other brother brian how you doing howdy how are you good so for this week we're going to talk about our celebrity encounters or sightings from afar or whatever um brush with celebrity you may have sure. and it can be anything so it could be an okay. actor it could be a musician it could be an athlete it could be people famous for just being famous so. okay yeah <laughs> so, i don't know if i met any of those yeah okay no That's kardashians right. in my oh man my, <laughs> my itinerary but uh <laughs> Yeah, I have a little bit of list. Um, cool. I lived, I had, the, I guess, the advantage of living in uh, L.A. and New York. Oh, mm-hmm. So it's a good place to do some celebrity yeah. spotting, mm-hmm. both of them. Um, so I'll start with L.A. Um, first, I was uh, I lived in Westwood because I went to UCLA for grad school. So there was uh, there's uh, several theaters there. One of them does uh, premieres sometimes, and they did the premiere for The Last Samurai. So I oh. saw... Tom Cruise, uh-huh. um, Billy Connolly, who's one of the co-stars. Um, he's on Head of the Class. That's right. Howard Hessman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there were other random people around. Uh, Will Smith. Uh, Isaac Hayes. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> Shaft. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Will Smith wasn't Will huge Smith. back then. That was, what, uh, Prince's well, early 2000s? Okay, okay. Yeah. No, okay. I'm thinking of something. Or mid, yeah, like yeah. 2004. Okay, so he was like big, that. yes. Yeah, he was big then. Um, actually, yeah, so that was the remarkable thing about that, other than, you know, like, they're maybe like 10 feet away, you know, if you're standing along the side of the red, the red carpet. Yeah. But, um, Tom Cruise is definitely not very tall. He's, no. <laughs> he's about 5'7", maybe 5'6", I don't know, depending on which shoes he's wearing. Yeah, no, it's true. Will Smith, though, is surprising because he is tall. Yeah. He's like 6'2", probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Isaac Hayes is tall, too. Yeah, yeah he yeah, seems he like a big guy. guy. He was a big guy. I'm glad you brought up Tom Cruise because I forgot yeah. to talk about, you weren't here yet at Yahoo, but when Terry Semmel was CEO, he Terry Semmel was the ex-CEO <laughs> Uh, Warner Brothers, and so he knew a lot of the stars, and so when he came became CEO of Yahoo, he sometimes brought his celebrity friends there, and one of them was Tom Cruise. And I saw people who I thought were normal that I work with just losing their shit, like just <laughs> screaming and jumping when he was walking by. I'm like, come on, people! He's just yeah, like, I don't know. Person. I mean, the thing with me and celebrities, like, it's cool to see them in public, but sure. I don't really want to talk to them. I'm just like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how he carries himself in public, or right. she, or whoever you know, whoever whoever it is, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I only went because I was out at the time, and I happened to stop by. Like, oh, this is an interesting thing I haven't yeah. seen before. A, a Hollywood premiere, uh-huh. and, you know, the red carpet. And um, Yeah, it was just interesting to walk, watch these celebrities go by and people shooting them with their photographs. I mean, there were, there were definitely the element of the fangirls there, like, sure, <laughs> or, or whoever. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just not, like, a thing that I really get into. Right. It's just weird to see people in so, public that are, like, super famous, and you only see... In this weird interaction of, of your screen. Yeah, you know, it's like true. It's like you're just out of your... Well, I think that's a lot of times when people, they think they see celebrities and they may actually do it, but it's out of their element. So you don't actually expect to see them in person. So yeah, probably you don't. Move I mean, along. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's some of my other ones. Um, well, before, so, before okay, you get yeah, that, sure. Katie Holmes was actually with Tom Cruise at the time, and she showed up here, and she towers uh, over him. Yeah, and yeah he she's was definitely heels. a lot taller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he was with anyone at the premiere, and I don't know if he was married to Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman okay. at the time, or they were separated, or what that was. But he wasn't at that premiere. He wasn't walking the red carpet with anyone. At oh, the okay. Time. So it might not have meant anything other than he just happened to be at that particular yeah, one. 
by himself. So I know he was dating Penelope Cruz for a while too. So yeah, I so I don't know. I don't know. No one was there with him at that. Was event. that the jumping on the couch era with Oprah? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe probably pretty close to that. Yeah. One of my favorite was the Matt Lauer interview. Matt, Matt, you're glib. You're, you're glib. <laughs> it's just the most surreal. I think. Yeah, I think Tom Cruise has done himself a favor and stayed out of he the, has, the yeah. public appearances yeah. for the most part, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or at least not of that <laughs> that craziness. Yeah, oh man, yeah. he's toned down. He has. There is no such thing as a chemical imbalance. So postpartum depression to you is, is Matt, kind of a little psychological goop, gobbledygook? No, no, I did not say that. I'm just asking, what, you, no, what would you no. call it? Abs- that, Matt, that is the post... Now, now you're talking about two different things. But that's what she went on no. the antidepressant for. But what happens the antidepressant, all it does is mask the problem. There's ways of vitamins and through exercise and various things. I'm not saying that that isn't real. But, but aren't there Matt, examples where it Matt, works? Matt, Matt, you, you don't even... You're glib. You don't even know what Ritalin is. If you start talking about chemical imbalance, you have to evaluate and read the research papers on how they came up with these theories. Uh, all right, so I, I don't know. I have a couple more from LA. Sure. Um, one was uh, Vin Diesel, who oh. I saw at an Apple store, and I was like five feet away from him. Oh no maybe. way! And the reason I couldn't get any—I mean, I didn't. Not that I wanted to go up and talk to him, <laughs> but like I could have. I could have, except for the end, like an entourage of oh, like, okay. dudes and bodyguards, and I don't know who who all those people were. But right. Like they were literally surrounding him. So. Uh-huh. Um, interesting, yeah, I, I don't know, like, he seems like a really, like, on screen he seems like a really big guy, and he's definitely very muscular, but mm-hmm. he wasn't all that tall. Like, he's about my height, which is about 5'11", 6 feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not super tall and, and not bulky like you think of, I mean, the, probably The Rock is, like, huge. huge. Yeah, he like, was a very large shoulder, yeah. but, like... I mean, Diesel is more like a normal human. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Who happens to be muscular, but not yeah. not particularly. The great. most common thing we hear is like, "Oh, they're shorter than I picture," which kind yeah. of makes sense because you're on screen. You have to fit yeah. into that little. Yeah. So he was. I would say he's like thinner and maybe not as bulky as I, I pictured. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, the so other. You know, what Apple product did he buy? Did you? Notice? I think I was looking at iPods or something, and he was probably looking at some other ones <laughs> oh, okay. or headphones to go with iPods. Sure. Or, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> I can't remember anymore. How many people was, were in his entourage? Like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Enough to you know keep him well protected. Right. And, and they might have just been friends. I mean, probably one of them was a bodyguard. Sure. I would, I would guess. Because by then he was already in um, probably at least two Fast and Furious. Okay. At least one or two, and then. Like Triple X, whatever other random movies sure. he's done. I really don't like him. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's a great. I think he's just very dull. Yeah, I agree. he's okay. Like he probably like I don't, I'm not into the Fast and Furious movies, and they have their fans, and they're that's fine. Sure, like I don't I don't judge. Yeah, I find them, the Rock like, a lot more interesting. Than yeah, than I think Vin he's Diesel. got more yeah. humor to him, and Vin Diesel could have some dry humor sometimes. Sure, I don't think he's a great actor, so I'm not that in- interested in him. It's just kind of weird to be like turning around like oh, oh hey, I know you're so oh, <laughs> weird well it's interesting because Enrique and I were talking about this and you'll hear her stories um, eventually but just being going to the Apple store for you and I is like just a regular normal thing yeah. and, it's, and they can't do that like, no it's just I mean they have thing. to like for someone like him yeah. or even more famous so they have to go with other people yeah if you didn't want to get inundated that's right that's right so yeah. Or they call ahead until yeah, <laughs> like, open up for them, especially. <laughs> send, send out an iPod. Yeah. And I don't have to go in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's a comic book store in Westwood called Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. Oh, really? Which is owned by... Um, Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. And um, I went in then one day to like buy some comics, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, Jay was there. Oh, Jason nice. Hughes. <laughs> He was working at the counter. No way. It was totally weird. It was like, I, I bought my comics mm-hmm. from Jay. I mean, he was kind of talking to the, the other dudes behind the counter sure. who normally work there. But he was, I don't know, he was just there. Like, he seems okay. like he's not acting at all. That is... Yeah, like I him. don't think so. Other than, like, at the time in... Like, I heard he had had some drug problems yeah. or maybe he has had rehab and everything. But he seemed totally sober at the time. Okay. He probably had gotten out of rehab or something. Sure. Whatever he was doing at the time. But, like, he seemed like a sober version of the characters he plays. Yeah. And, on. Did you interact with him at all? Was I mean, other than I think he took my credit card. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, if he was really Jay, he might have literally taken your credit yeah, card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, lunchbox. Yeah. That that's that would be surreal too. Yeah, that, that was just weird. I'm like, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Jay. <laughs> is uh, you should be like smoke, smoke. You should have done all that. Yeah. Long. But um, so does Kevin? Is that comic book store still open? Or? I don't know if the one in Westwood still is. Okay. Or not. It, yeah, it was there for. I don't know. I haven't been there in a. 
That's pretty awesome though. Because yeah. Kevin Smith is way into comics. Yeah. So he uh, he I think his original one he opened one in New Jersey. Okay. Kind of near New York City. Where you grew up. Um, yeah. yeah. And then he opened the one in L.A. Nice. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. I, I never get... expected him or like or to see anyone famous there. I just knew that like Kevin Smith was opening a comic book store that yeah. would walk in one day. So we when you were in L.A. was Tower Records still open? I think it was I don't on know. Sunset. I don't think Tower was anymore. Okay. Because I, I was in L.A. in like from 03 to 07. Okay, like that was that. towards so the end of Tower, yeah. Amoeba Records had opened a big store on yeah. Sunset. That was amazing. I think that's now closed or it's mm-hmm. another you know company now. Because I'd hear often like you'd see like musicians at Tower Records all the time because they lived on the Strip. And then uh, Lemmy, so when he was alive from Motorhead, would often go to Amoeba, and uh, he was just a normal nice. guy, goes yeah. alone. You know. He was famous for hanging out at the Rainbow uh, Bar and Grill. Oh, like, okay. He had his own spot where he yeah. played video games and everything. So That's cool. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I, there are definitely, like, I think LA is one of those places where if you know where to find the celebrities, sure. it's easy to spot them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you go to just kind of the most popular places, you'll spot them. Like, yeah. Like Vin Diesel was at the Apple Store at the Grove Shopping Center, which mm-hmm. is a big outdoor mall. It's mm-hmm. near a movie theater, kind of in central LA so it's uh, certainly a place where you could imagine a celebrity would show up sure sure um, and they're probably like it, like I said if you go to premieres and stuff you can see lots of them there if you really want to do your absolutely celebrity spotting yeah instead of buying the maps um, yeah. my my greatest sighting though in LA was uh, Muhammad Ali oh nice yeah uh, I was in the Santa Speaking Monica yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, he he's he was quite a presence um, even though he was very hobbled by Parkinson's sure. at the time. But, um, so he was in an Adidas store with his wife, and uh, I didn't, you know, it was like one of those things where I was like, oh my God, Muhammad, I never would have in a million years expected to see him. He's so, a legend. But, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just, you know, political and, you know, sports figure, acting, like everything you could imagine. Like he's like at the top tier of celebrities. Absolutely. You can imagine seeing. So it was, it was just totally surreal to see someone like him there. Yeah. And, I didn't go up to him, but like a lot of little kids were in there, and like their parents were like, "Oh, go talk to Muhammad yeah. Ali." And he, and to his credit, like he was super patient. He really wanted to like let the kids come over, even though like he couldn't do that much. And his yeah. wife was kind of there, trying to kind of, you know, like don't do too much, Muhammad. Right. Like you know, just you know, take it easy. Sure. But he definitely had it in him to like he he really was welcoming to the little kids. That's good. So it was nice to see. Yeah, yeah. I think I would assume that most celebs are cool to kids because they unless Yeah, unless they're totally snotty cool. and their yeah. parents are being mean. But like sure. I think yeah, for for him, I mean it was just good to see that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a cool sighting. Yeah. So and then you lived on the East Coast. Yeah, I lived in New York for a year. Mm-hmm. And so um actually this was before I lived there, but I saw um Claire Danes and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh cool. In separate sightings. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire Danes, I just walked by her on the street. Like uh, she again, like another person with an entourage, and like I walked by. Oh like, really? Yeah. Wait, I think that was that. And so I was like, yeah, that was Claire Danes. Like, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she is very small, actually. Mm. Um, that's one of those things where, you, one of those cases where the she is, uh, yeah, just smaller than you imagine. Right. Like, it's, it's like the camera at. I think that's why, especially female celebrities are so concerned about their weight because she, like, she was not the least bit fat or anything. No. But, but like on TV, she looks, you know, just more average, full, yeah. more, yeah. Av- more average. But yeah. it's just, yeah. So I think that, I see that, why they're so weight obsessed on, <laughs> yeah, in Hollywood. The whole camera weight. Yeah, she just seemed out. a lot more slight and like, you wouldn't really even notice. Interesting. Um, oh yeah, so Philip Seymour Hoffman, yeah. he was shorter than I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw him from like across the street and he was just kind of hanging. I think it was during like a, a street festival and he was there kind of watching from across the street. Okay. And he just, you know, there with his hands in his pockets, yeah. just checking it out. And, and I don't know, it was just, it's just a weird moment. It seemed like he could probably get away with being more regular because since he, yeah, he, he was really a he character actor. Yeah. He was not with anyone. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, like he, he could do that. Cause, and he's, he's not, you know, with him. Not wearing any makeup, like he lo- definitely looks much more like just this average, a normal guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. And if he was wearing glasses or had a beard or something, I mean, yeah, most people probably wouldn't he just, I mean, he had shorts on, probably yeah. sandals or something <laughs> like that. He just like this dude hanging out. Yeah, like you wouldn't, you would never know it was him. Sure, you'd seen his movies. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was Jonah Hill, and that was when I did live there. Um, my wife and I were going to dinner in uh, Lower Manhattan, mm-hmm. and then she elbows me like, "I think that's Jonah Hill." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" 
yeah, it's Jonah Hill. Oh my God, it's Jonah Hill. <laughs> so so super- we turn we turn around and like he yeah we just kind of craned our neck to look back yeah. and he was it was at a bike shop so he looked like he was buying a bike or something. Interesting. So yeah. is this super bad era or is it? Yeah, a post super bad. Okay. I think. This is uh, this is like 2012. So okay, so post Moneyball too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah, and it looked like it was. Uh, I think he was really thin at the time. so ah. He had lost his. Yeah, he's gone. He lost weight. He's kind of yeah, yeah, depending on his roles and whatever he was doing, but. Um, yeah, and my wife was like, "I can't believe his skin. It's like baby skin." <laughs> that was the weird thing about it, and like you, because I think like especially if you see him in like Super Bad, he's kind of like this schlubby kid. Yeah, and you know, sort of like some of those roles, like he's just like very <laughs> greasy, like a, yeah, or a twenty like, twenty one um, Jump Street. And, yeah, yeah, just I don't know. It just depends on the role. He doesn't seem like, but he has like he had this like glowing white baby skin. It was just so <laughs> weird. I don't know. Who would have guessed? See, we're getting yeah. insight here. Yeah, folks. I don't know. Yeah. Next time I mean, see. at that time, so maybe he had just had some kind of weird treatment it's like, to make his skin look beautiful <laughs> That's for a true. movie. I don't know. He just got a facial. Yeah. And he got out could of the have been. Swan, He's yeah. going to buy his bicycle. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Look, with the paparazzi and everything, you have to look perfect. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Yeah, no paparazzi. But, yeah, it was weird. Um, and then the last one, uh-huh. which was actually a long time ago, was, um, I was probably like, I don't know, it was probably like 1990 or so. Okay. Um, I saw Gary Cole, who was on this show called Midnight Caller, and they were filming that mm-hmm. show in Candlestick Park oh. during a Giants game. Uh-huh. So my dad and I were sitting in uh, a couple rows behind where they were filming a scene. Like okay. Basically, the scene was nothing. It was just like him sitting in the seat and then like getting some kind of a signal or someone tapping, tapping him on the shoulder, and then he had to get up and leave. Okay. And they did this like five times, and it was really annoying because we wanted to watch the game. It's right. Like, are they done yet? <laughs> and so, I didn't care about I didn't care about Gary Cole. I mean, I think in retrospect, I care more about it now because that was before. Space. Yeah, yeah, Office Space. He's Lumberg, and yeah. he's been in a lot of other. He's like another. He's someone I probably could have put on the character. Good, actor, yeah, he's a great character actor. Character actor list. Um, but yeah, at the time, that was I don't know if he had been in anything else. And do you know what movie he it was going to be for? Oh, Midnight Caller was a Midnight Caller okay. show. Oh, it was a TV show. show. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know how long that was on. But we we had never watched the show. I'd heard of it because I'd seen you know the ads on TV. Okay. And then we taped the show to just to see if we were in it. And so we were. It's like there's this one shot where he just like he gets up and then the camera pans as he's walking up the stairs to the back of the stadium. Okay. And you see my dad and I as he's going up the stairs. Oh, that's like, cool. For like a brief second. Uh huh. So it was kind of like cool to be on TV, and that was back in the day where there might have not been a lot of people at the Giants game. To yeah, it was. Well, we that was a funny thing. Like we had really good seats that game. Okay, my dad had gotten some good seats, but it was like, yeah, and it was a bad game too. So it was, <laughs> so, <laughs> some, yeah, it was like a ten to nothing loss or something, something <laughs> bad like that. It's like ah, but. So it was a distraction, and then by the time the distraction was over, the game was bad. It was just like a double whammy. Double whammy, yeah, yeah. So that's anyway. awesome. Yeah, Those so are great ones. Yeah, you, you ran the gamut there. Yeah, like, all open all over, man. So, and then, of course, I mentioned uh, in last, I guess, no, it was this week's episode that um, we, you and I both met uh, Dave Trebecki. Yeah, and work was as speaking of the Giants, you know, us growing up in the yeah. mid to late '80s, um, that was a big deal for us so. yeah and uh yeah actually when i was a little kid i got to meet some giants at oh the really park yeah my dad got me into this thing called day with the giants uh-huh. and it was uh like a little baseball clinic it was like a two-hour baseball clinic put on by for the giants oh cool the, who were they uh it was during their worst season so it was like so 85 85 okay. <laughs> which actually johnny lamaster was, was nice. teaching fielding Boo. which was like ironic <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh bill lasky oh yeah pitcher, bob um, bremley mm-hmm. and chili davis nice yeah. nice yeah. yeah, I always loved, uh, obviously, Chili Davis because of my last name. But yeah. um, that's interesting is Lasky, if you're in the Bay Area, Bill Lasky does a lot of the uh, pregame and postgame Yeah, shows. that's right. He's on the uh, CSN Bay Area now. Yeah. yeah. So I think I did a similar thing. Where was yours held? It was on, uh, in the field. It was in the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they used to do sometimes little, like, uh, county things. So like in San Mateo County, they, I remember being taken by a neighbor uh, that lived down the street from us. And Joel Youngblood was the oh, like, nice. roving instructor. Yeah. And that was cool because he was, like, the... Journeyman pinch hitter, but yeah. Yeah, he's famous for being traded by 
playing for two teams in the same day. He was traded, I think, by the Mets to the Expos or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so because it was in a doubleheader, and he played both games exactly you know, for different teams. Exactly, yeah. which is yeah. in, which is crazy. So pretty bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So all right, we're geeking out all enough right. about our Sorry local about baseball. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. My dad. First, we'll talk about moves. I'm, I'm sure. That's right. My dad and uncle were appreciated, yeah, so right. they listened. So. Right. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> okay, we're back with Samantha, and we're in the fun meditation room. Or the it's like this weird office it, room it looks like a, a talk show room it does it's actually perfect for the po- we could do a video podcast here. yeah okay <laughs> so speaking of celebrities and, and interviewing people um we're going to talk about our celebrity encounters so maybe you've talked to them maybe it's just in passing and it, it this runs a gamut so it could be actor musician whatever whatever it may be so oh we've had some Amazing, not amazing. We've had some fun ones so far, so I don't know if anything's technically amazing anymore. But uh, I'm curious to see who you have met or run into over the years. So I have a few, but I am too shy to talk to people, so I've never talked to them. Okay, it was just awkward, quiet, staring. Yeah, and I regret it now. but, you know, we move on. Okay. So So we'll go through them, and then I'm going to ask you, what would you have said to that person? So we'll do that. That's so we'll go through the list first. <laughs> All right. So I my most, was it my most recent? But my biggest celebrity encounter um, came uh, a couple years ago. I've mentioned on here before, I went to the Toronto International Film Festival. Yeah. So I went in 2015, and... I'm a you know big movie fan. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go to a movie festival to see all the weird stuff that I like to watch. Yeah. So, but then part of the fun is you go to try and see the celebrities. Right. So my friend and I like we had a list of people we wanted to run into. We're like maybe we'll see them out eating or yeah. walking the streets. That didn't happen. <laughs> um, and we like went the whole trip and I was so bummed because we did see a few celebrities like at panels okay. and like on the red carpets. Like I got like a foot away from Mark Ruffalo oh, cool. and I took a creepy picture like <laughs> standing above some other girl. So I'm, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Mark Ruffalo. So I uh-huh. forgot to ask the bonus question to Brian Provenzal uh-huh. about who do people say you look like? Uh-huh. And he came up with people say he looks like Mark Ruffalo. Really? So there you go. Yes. And I'm like, I kind of to see it so yeah facial features yeah in a way yeah um so not to interrupt you but i had to get that in for yeah Brian. So, i yeah. saw mark ruffalo in the flesh yeah he was shorter than i thought he That's, would be uh-huh. um but he has lovely hair mm-hmm. he had a wonderful tan yeah. he was super friendly to everyone cool. um so yeah that was just a spotting i okay. saw rachel mcadams on that same carpet oh, nice. she was really pretty mm-hmm. and so we get to the end of the day or the end of the trip kind of bummed my number one was to see Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, that's. I'm a big fan. Girl, yes. And didn't get to see him. Okay. His like red carpet event was like rained out or mm. something, so we couldn't go. So anyway, so we get to the airport. I was so depressed because I didn't have <laughs> any celebrity meetings. Right. And so, um, we I go with my friend, and then for some reason I I had never gone to Toronto before, but. The airport was not only under construction, mm-hmm. but the festival was going on. Oh, so, okay. And it was, you know, the end of the weekend, so tons of people were leaving Toronto. Sure. It was a complete mess. I'd never been in such a crowded, <laughs> like, airport situation because everyone had to go through customs and security, but, like, stuff was blocked off, so it wasn't the traditional layout mm. where you get in a line, go through security, go through customs afterward. Everyone was in this gigantic queue, and they were funneling people in one by one Mm. to go into customs. So we had been waiting in line for like over an hour. I was finally toward the front of the line, and my friend had like left at that point because she had an earlier flight. So they kind of took you in by what um, flight you were taking. Mm -hmm. So long story, but this all no, this is all good. It all it all comes together. It pays off in the end. So I had been waiting and waiting and waiting. And I finally got to the front of this line, and it was a really small doorway, so okay. maybe like five feet or so. Mm-hmm. And then there was like the two customs agents, and um, we're all standing there. And then so they were letting the normal passengers sure. in on the right side, and then on the left side was the um, 
like all the you know people with the perks. So if you had your business your, class, your, business class yeah. your fast entry, mm -hmm. or your you know your VIPs. Right. So I'm standing there at the front of the line, <laughs> and I all of a sudden hear this British voice in the distance, and I look up, and it's Tom Hiddleston. Ah, yeah. So um, like I. I, a lot of people didn't know who he was at right. that time, but I'm like, he's in the Thor movie. That's right. You, he's um, like, and the Avengers. What is his name? I can't even think of his name in Thor. He's the he's villain. Loki. Loki. He was villain. kind of a villain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he'd been in like a bunch of stuff, and I was, I, I, I was like a big fan of him at the yeah. time, and I actually saw one of his movies mm. at the festival, and like had seen him on a panel, and like all of that. Um, but it was so crazy because yeah. I was standing at the front of the line and then here he is and he, um, there was this older couple standing next to me and like their luggage fell over and he was like, Oh, let me help you with that. <laughs> and so he like helped this older woman mm -hmm. and then he was standing there and I was like, like a foot away yeah. from him for a good few minutes. And, like I kind of looked and then <laughs> he smiled at, at me yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, Oh, and then, <laughs> um, he like the people walked him through mm -hmm. the thing. And, um, the couple behind me was like, who is that person? Yeah. He looks like a celebrity. And I'm like, Oh, he's Tom Middleston. Yeah. He's a British actor. Um, like really tall. <laughs> like he definitely looked like an actor. Right. Um, so that's interesting as tall, because usually everyone says, oh, they were shorter than I thought, but he wasn't. Yeah, he yeah. was taller than okay. I expected, um, but yeah, looked good in person. Oh, good. <laughs> so I was like a little flustered. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Tom Hiddleston. And then it's not over. Okay. So we go into customs, and I had to like go through, they made you get in the line and do this thing on a machine, and then... Um, lo and behold, mm -hmm. he went into another room, but by the time I finished all of that... I was in the same line with him again. Nice. So I spent like the next 30 minutes going through customs and security mm -hmm. with Tom Hiddleston. Nice. So. Did you make small talk of like, oh, I hate going through customs. No, and there, you didn't say anything. anything. <laughs> I was just silent. And he was with like his little group. He okay. had an assistant yeah. and someone else. But like, yeah, I saw him go through the passport line. And then we had to stand in line to mm -hmm. do security. But he got to go through the like fast like security sure. line so i was like standing like on the other side of the room i'm like so, i wonder what he has in his carry-on so after all this is going through are you running through your head i should have asked him this i should have asked him that yeah but i was also paranoid because i'm like can you like talk to people and ask for a picture in like airport customs that's a good question so okay so are you the are you a photograph person or an autograph person i would i would have just wanted a photo photo, okay. photo with him yeah. so i I think you made the right move because you don't want to cause a scene. Uh -huh. And so I, so if he was just walking and he wasn't going through customs and you just saw him, yeah. you would have asked for a picture. I would yeah. have. If it was like on the street or something, but I was like, oh, I was in security. There was all of the like sure. security guards mm -hmm. and I didn't want to be some weirdo like yeah. running across the lines yeah. to be like, oh, excuse me, can I get a picture? I, I think you would have been very nice. He <laughs> would have probably done it. I so, know. And I was yeah. in Canada too. What could Everyone's I nice in Canada. <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> you I, have to go through customs again. Yeah, yeah. I still regret it. I was like quickly trying to finish up my security because I'm like oh now that we're done with security because yeah. we honestly went through the whole process at the same time yeah and then so we both finished up and then I saw him like with his little group and I was like oh I should I can go over there now but yeah. then they whisked him away uh, into the lounge yeah. so, so didn't anyone else come up to him or no. okay so maybe yeah. they didn't know no maybe. one else recognized yeah. him and this was before he dated Taylor Swift uh, okay all that drama mm -hmm. so I think I meant I mentioned on interviewing other people I think a lot of people are just shocked like they wouldn't expect to see a celebrity mm -hmm. so they almost like kind of just don't even think about it like they it, it doesn't even dawn on that yeah. this famous person can be standing right next to me yeah. so they almost don't know what to do yeah know? yeah and I was like because you don't expect it Mm -hmm. Like, at the airport, yeah. like, in line, yeah. like, where I was, I wasn't thinking, like, any of the celebrities would be going through security sure. where I was, mm -hmm. but we were so close. <laughs> it would have been amazing <laughs> if he sat next to you, like, on the plane. Then you would have been nervous but the whole sadly, flight. he was not coming back to oh. San Francisco. Oh, he was man. probably going, going to, to, to yeah. London or yeah. something. But so, that would be the ultimate, you know? Oh, uh, sitting on the flight. <laughs> <laughs> and then watching one of his movies on the flight. That would be amazing. Yeah. Okay, so that's a great one. What are the other and ones? Then, oops. Sadly, I did find out afterward that Tom Hardy was at the airport oh. that day, just a little later. Could you imagine so, you could have had your Toms oh, on one day? My two. <laughs> your favorites. My two faves in yeah. one afternoon. But, yeah, so that's my big celebrity encounter. Okay. My long one. Um, and I'm... 
I was just so shy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any, have you had any others in passing, like where you've seen someone and then you're like, eh? I have. I saw Jared Leto at a restaurant. Okay, yeah. When I was young. Okay. So, yeah, I think this early 2000s. Okay. I don't know what movie he was doing at the time, mm -hmm. but he had like really long hair. Oh, okay. And um, my mom actually was the one who you recognized noticed him. Really? <laughs> so it could have been like almost American Psycho, possibly. So, after that, I um, think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I saw him in a restaurant, but it was nothing like like oh there he is yeah. and I was young at the time I didn't really I knew who he was yeah. but it wasn't like if you saw him now it would be like wow. oh that'd be a big deal wow. okay so we can also have you met any musicians because you're big into music too have I met any I don't think so no, no I haven't really had like a lot of famous people encounters I would definitely remember. Yeah, those. So, my other big one yeah. was, this is a really specific celebrity, but anyone familiar with the TLC show, What Not to Wear? Okay. It was on for like 10 plus years. Okay. I was shopping in a store in New York mm -hmm. a couple years ago, and I saw the host shopping oh. in the same oh, store. Oh, cool. What was the host name? Her name is Stacey London. Okay. And I'm a huge, big fan girl. Okay. Because when I was young, I wanted to work in fashion yeah. and I wanted to be a stylist mm -hmm. and all of this and I watched that show religiously and she was like my favorite person and then um I yeah she was like standing right, right next to me in this store and couldn't say and anything I didn't say anything oh man so what would you what would you ask her like if I you had a chance just said excuse me hello <laughs> <laughs> I would just want to That's say it. hi <laughs> like you I'm were, a big fan I'm Thank a big you for fan yeah. you inspired me yeah. when I was younger mm -hmm. you have a great sense of style um, but yeah, it was kind of creepy because I I also didn't want to bother her because sure. I could tell she was like on her off day and like she had her sunglasses yeah. on and um, then like the people in the store knew it was her and mm -hmm. were like giving her a special like dressing room right. and stuff. So I'm just, I don't want to bother people. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it makes sense because if you're... Um, if you, I don't think a lot of people are courteous about it, and mm -hmm. I think everyone everyone that I've talked to has been very self-aware, like they just yeah. don't want to be a bother. Yeah. Um, the one time I actually did ask for a picture was, uh, I was seeing the Donnas in okay. like the early 2000s, <laughs> and right next to me was Davey Havoc from AFI, because oh, he's from oh, the Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> and, I had a freak. And, yeah, and so my girlfriend at the time had was kind of sitting... Uh -huh on top of something and she accidentally kicked the drummer and he was nice about it and then I turned around and like he's literally right there, Davey Havoc's like right there and he's got all his tats and everything and I'm like, like I'm a well, my girlfriend had a camera so I'm like yeah, I'll just ask him and see if he'd be nice. That's a good place to yeah, ask. Yeah and though. it was before the show even started uh -huh. and I'm like Davey would you mind if I got a picture? He's like oh yeah no problem. And oh, he, was very, he was almost kind of shy about it but no one else came up to him so okay. I think um yeah, he wasn't out shopping. He was at another concert, so I think okay. it was fun. But he stayed like in the crowd, like with us regular people, like the whole time. So <laughs> it was kind of cool. Go to like the side of the stage. Yeah, yeah. So that was neat. That, I'm glad you reminded me of that. So. <laughs> oh, okay, and then the one. bonus question, which I've been asking people: Who do people say that you look like that is a celebrity? Uh, I've gotten just random, weird ones mm -hmm. before. Um, I don't really know if it's more how I look. Like, or how I, like, dress, mm -hmm. but I've gotten the Audrey Hepburn thing a few times. Yeah, I definitely get that, yeah. Um, but I don't see it personally. I Maybe I'm, I'm brunette and pale, and I wear a lot of black. <laughs> and you, have so. the short, you have the short bob <laughs> hair. So hair. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of the big one. And then, oh, a while ago, I, maybe this was in high school or something, um, I would hear that I looked like one of the random, like, kind of guest stars on Friends. Oh, really? <laughs> and I never watched Friends. Okay. Like, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. But I've seen, I've, of course, seen it and here and there in passing. But I think she was, like, Ross's girlfriend. Okay. She was British or something. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, and I looked it up and I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned that because I forgot to even do my own question. In high school, because Friends was kind uh -huh. of at its peak, I got Ross a lot. Oh. So I got David Schwimmer. And so I guess, and I saw his picture, like his high school photo they showed in People magazine, and uh -huh. it did kind of look like, like the same. Yeah, you yeah. You were younger. It's the hair and the nose and yeah. things like yeah. that. Yeah, so. the similar coloring. Yeah. So there you go. That's me. All right. Well, um, thanks as always. That was super fun. Okay. I hope you meet the Toms when it, um, like, actually get to speak to one of the Toms. One of the Toms. Yeah. 
that would be a running joke on yeah. this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're going to have to try to get this room again. So it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Samantha. Bye. All right. We're going to talk celebrity encounters with David. Welcome back. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm going to say you've gone to a lot of like festivals and things like that and just running into people in the city, I would assume. It's funny. But... Yeah. It's more so just running into people in the city. Yeah. I don't think. Oh, well, actually, yeah, I forgot. I do have. I ran into somebody at a festival. But yeah. yeah, for the most part, it's just like randomly being in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go through the list. So, so the most recent yeah. one, uh, I was at brunch, and um, my back was to this person. Okay. But my friend was facing the person, and my friend was like, I think Trevor Noah's behind you. <laughs> and I was like, huh? Because he's she performing was, out here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And she was like, the, the Daily Show guy. Yeah. And I was like, no, he's, like, he's in the East Coast. Yeah. Like, he's, she has to shoot the, the Daily Show. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's a Friday. Daily show is only Monday through Thursday. Oh, I, uh, and so like I tried to be sneaky, yeah. do like the turnaround <laughs> and like all that stuff. And then finally, like when we got up to leave the table, I just like did a direct stare and I was like, "Holy shit, that's Trevor Noah!" <laughs> and it was like the day after his big, um, what was that thing that he did that went viral? That was like it was about race mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it was like really big. And so it was like the day after that, and I was yeah. like, oh man, like that's so crazy. Yeah. He's just eating the same brunch place right. as me after. So was he with a major entourage or was just like a He was person? with um, a really attractive Asian lady. Okay. And so um, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Of course, he'd be like with a hot Asian model. Right. But yeah. So. But yeah, I just saw him. He's performing. I don't know if it was in Napa or, or uh, Santa Rosa or something like that. Or yeah, I, we, we looked it up after. Okay, that. yeah. Um, and it was like Saratoga oh, okay. or something yeah. like that. So well, I was like, oh, yeah. 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 But so. yeah, he's always, he's always doing stand up. So yeah, so sense. he was like here for the weekend. Doing stand-up sets or whatever, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So I can can they film the Daily Show remote, or do you always have to be in studio? I think for him, he probably has to be in the studio because yeah. it's the host. But yeah, all those other segments and stuff, yeah, like you can totally be mm-hmm. remote. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, "That's, that's a bummer." Like that's a lot of traveling. So yeah. yeah, yeah, especially yeah, if you're like a touring comedian, yeah, you can only tour like Friday to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he probably makes more from those gigs than he does because I can't imagine Comedy Central paying Yeah, and that's kind of like the reason why you would go with a guy like that. Yeah. Because he's not going to be like crazy expensive like yeah. Colbert or Yeah, uh, obviously John Stewart. Stewart, yeah. 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 Okay, be, cool. So that, that's um, one. So that's one. Uh, the other one that, uh, the festival one. Yeah. Uh, I told you about this already, but mm-hmm. I was backstage at um, the Napa Bottle Rock mm-hmm. Festival. Not this one, but the last year's one. And um, my friends were playing it. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, hanging out backstage, yeah. like, in the, um, like, the artist area. Mm-hmm. And um, Robert Trujillo. Yeah, from Metallica. Walks by yeah. and, like, does, like, a little shoulder bump. He's like, oh, sorry. I was like, oh, no worries. And then I was like, holy shit, what? <laughs> and then, like, it was too late. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's Robert Trujillo. Yeah. And my... Um, my buddy's girlfriend is a huge metalhead, mm. so she was like, "Oh my god, it's Robert Trujillo!" Yeah. And so, like for the rest of the festival, we were just like trying to hang out backstage to like run into him yeah. again. Because um, I've heard him interview, he just sounds like a really down to earth, cool yeah. guy. Yeah, he was just like super mellow, but he was there not performing. He was there, kind of like on dad duty because his, his son, yeah. son mm-hmm. um, his son's like little. I don't even think they were in high school. I think it was like their middle school band yeah. or something. Uh, was, like, opening on that Sunday. Okay. So he was there, like, kind of in support. Yeah. I think he played a song with them. So he was, like, totally there, like, in dad mode. That's cool. Um, but he had a huge posse. Mm-hmm. They had, like, a huge trailer and stuff. Oh, really? They had, like, a whole section in the back. Mm-hmm. So aside from, like, the brush-up, yeah. it was hard to, like, get Give close me. to him again. That was your one shot. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, we followed him to the bathroom, <laughs> and we're, like, waiting outside, and it just... It didn't work out, yeah. but oh, yeah, it's just like oh my god. But the fact that he was like with his family, we're like, this would be rude, right? Yeah. Like, all right, and yeah. So. But his son's supposed to be really talented. Like he just yeah. he performed a show at Corn because they yeah. needed a, a bass player. And I, I heard him being interviewed, uh, Robert being interviewed, and just how his son can do all these crazy things, like you know, playing bass. And the, like when he was fourteen or twelve or whatever, he, he was like serving sandwiches or something, mm-hmm. making sandwiches. So. This yeah. kid definitely is, is super talented. Almost super like Eddie Van Halen's uh, son, like Wolfgang. So, oh, yeah. Supposedly yeah. he's like a, 
a savant when it comes to playing all sorts of injuries. If you name your kid Wolfgang, you better be. You're going to be a master of something. Well, it's funny because you mentioned bass player. So when I was at Ozfest, I ran into Mike Inez, who was in Ozzy's band, but also in Alice in Chains, mm-hmm. and he was playing with Blackwater Society at the time. And he's super short, and I just kind of I'm like, can I get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, man. And I'm like, I towered over him, and I was like, wow, that was cool. That's but he was so super weird. nice. And yeah. yeah. Usually at festivals, people are cool. Like it yeah. seems like. But well, yeah, and also like being a metal person, you yeah. kind of expect them to be like larger yeah. life and like these crazy characters mm-hmm. but like especially like in metal like the older generation yeah. of like metal guys mm-hmm. they're all dads or like grandpas at now. this point yeah. so it's just like oh they're just kind of like boring like, yeah they don't party they're just here with like their mm-hmm. their family and so yeah. there was another Ozfest with Shoreline at the Shoreline and we got there late and it was just my buddy and I and we kind of kind of broke in the side like we noticed that and we ended up backstage. It was actually the parking lot of the Shoreline and um, as we're walking I noticed there's like a tent and I was like, is that Pepper Keenan from uh, Corrosion and Conformity and, and Down? And I was like, yeah. And I always had like a disposable camera at this point because this is before iPhones and yeah. everything. And I'm like... Pepper, can I get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, yeah, come on. He's just in this little tent with this, like, I mean, it was like this industrial-sized fan. I remember, like, kneeling down. He's like, yeah, that fan might cut your leg off. You better be careful. <laughs> like, like, okay. And then it was just, like, cool to, you know, he just, like, he didn't ask, like, how did you get backstage? He's just, like, whatever. And I guess if you just act like you own the place and, like, you Well, especially because, not... like, behind, like, yeah. the backstage areas, yeah. it's usually such a clusterfuck. Sure. Just, like, there's tons of people just, like, running around and whatever. It was actually kind of cool because... Since we were there, like, in, like, they have, like, their own, you know, tent and stuff. Yeah. Like, my buddy's band. So, they're treated not as nicely mm-hmm. as, you know, like, uh, like the Chili Peppers were headlining sure. that night. So, they weren't being, you know, as, like, razzed up as somebody like them. Yeah. But it was still, like, uh, like, the person would pop their head and be like, do you guys need anything? Yeah. Do you need any more waters? Do you need any more beer? And yeah. it was like, yeah, we totally do. <laughs> yeah. Like, can we get some more, like, what? Yeah. So, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when you went to South by Southwest, did you see anybody there? Uh, well, it was funny because that's back when we worked yeah, for a different company, yeah, uh-huh. and whose investor was Ashton. Right. Who? Yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah. yeah. And so he, he quote unquote, and only invited like a certain number of our company's yeah. people to go to this South by party, mm-hmm. um, and so. It was, like, Burns and a couple of the other, like, the marketing guys Mm -hmm. were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go, but, uh, yeah, I don't think we can get you in. They just, like, went upstairs. (laughs) It's a whole dick move. Left, like, me and Anne and maybe Uh some other, like, of us just, like, in in the bar, like, downstairs. Like, what? And then, yeah, they ended up going up, and I think it was something weird, like, Dave Navarro or somebody, like, rock Uh star-ish was, like, playing the, like, the party that was upstairs. Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, just like super random. So, so yeah. did you see Ashton Kutcher when he came? Because I started a week before he, he actually came to the office. Were you there when he was there? No, because oh. he got there apparently like at the crack of dawn oh, okay. at like seven thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. So of course it was only like Bob and a couple yeah. of the other people who got there like at seven in the morning. Yeah, but um, yeah, he showed up before the office really filled up. Um, but yeah, apparently he was just like going around everyone's shoulder. Yeah. Like, hey, what you working on? And, <laughs> Um, yeah, it would have been kind of cool though. To yeah, so to give everyone insight, because more than our friends actually listen to this too yeah. sometimes, Ashton Kutcher actually was an investor in the company that David and I worked at before uh, Yahoo, and so that was yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, we, we could have run into him. But, we could have. Yeah. No, nobody was getting to work at 7 o'clock at that point. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that South by... I saw a lot of like famous people sure. and stuff there, but I didn't... No, actually run into I them. didn't actually like... Yeah, now that I think, yeah, nothing at South by, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But have, have you had any other celebrity encounters? I'm, I'm just thinking that you run it because you're um, always going places. I constantly run into Dave Chappelle. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've run into him maybe three or four times. Mm-hmm. Uh, In San Francisco. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. The first time. Wait, how many times? The first memorable, memorable time. Um, my buddy was DJing at, um, what's it called? The Redwood Room at okay. the Cliffs at, um, downtown, one mm-hmm. of like, the hotel um, bar things. Yeah. So he was DJing, and so because we were friends with him, we got like a booth next to him, mm-hmm. like next to the DJ set, so we all got to like hang out and 
um, whatever. And then, like, our friends were bartenders, so we got a bunch of, like, free stuff. Sure. And since we were, you know, set up in, like, the nice booth area, just so happened that the nice booth area next to us, they put Dave Chappelle. And so he was, like, you know, hanging out, just, like, whatever. Uh, this is, like, recent Dave Chappelle, so it's, like, his big muscular, oh, really? <laughs> like, like beefcake-y Dave Chappelle. Uh-huh. Um so he's, like, hanging out, drinking, like, he has a huge posse. Every time mm. I've seen him, he has a huge posse. Mm-hmm. And he uh, was, like, hanging out, and then he looked, and he saw me, mm-hmm. and I, at the time, was acquiring this stupid um, Mount Ratmore t-shirt, oh, okay. which is Mount Rushmore, but okay. instead of the presidents, mm-hmm. it uh, was, like, Biggie and Tupac mm. and uh, Grandmaster Flash and... Easy E, I think, were okay. all the, like the faces on yeah. on uh, Mount Rushmore. So he, being like a huge hip hop fan, yeah, yeah, fan was like, "Hey man, I like your shirt. Can I get a picture?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. like let's." And so I just, like tried to be like really cool about it, like, "Oh yeah, man, what's up?" Um, but inside, you're like, yeah, you're like oh this is God. awesome." Yeah. <laughs> so a photo of me exists on his phone somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you didn't want to ask him for just take a picture with? Yeah. Him? So I didn't like turn it on a bit like, hey can I get a picture to yeah. you just you, like, probably, you probably would have done it because probably because yeah. yeah. I've heard like that was probably the most I've ever interacted with him but mm-hmm. I've heard he can kind of be a dick sure but I heard he's also like pretty chill like especially when he's he's just in the city like he's usually just around partying and yeah. stuff um I think since he went up to you you probably would have been cool about it but, yeah because yeah. he like approached, but it was actually really funny because he was like he was super like low-key about it mm. like he yeah so he was it was, yeah, it was weird, because it was kind of, like, how you would imagine maybe he would expect someone yeah. to approach him, like, not make a big deal about yeah. it, just like, hey, like, mm-hmm. can I get a picture? Yeah. So, it was kind of funny that he did that <laughs> to me. surreal, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's a great story, because yeah. you're the guest. You're like, usually celebrities don't come up to you, yeah. so that's great. So, he, yeah, so he has a picture of me. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I ran into him again at, um, at another of my buddy's bars. Um, he showed up. Like, right when Last Call was about to okay. to get called. And um, at this bar, there's, like, the main first floor. And then mm-hmm. there's a upstairs okay. that kind of, like, is a... Not balcony, but has, like... It kind of, like, runs along the, the wall. Sure. So there's, like, a whole upstairs. So you can potentially continue serving okay. even after Last Call. Because even if you shut the doors, mm-hmm. turn off the lights, and if a cop drives by... If you're drinking upstairs, oh. it can potentially look like no one's partying. Got it. So uh, Dave Chappelle and his whole posse showed you're up. You're just giving away everything. So. Yeah, well, I'm not saying what kind of bar this <laughs> right, is. Right, right. <laughs> but he showed up, yeah, at like, you know, 145 or 2 or whatever, and it was getting shut down. Mm-hmm. But he shows up and um, was basically like, to my friend who, who owns the bar, yeah. it was like, you know, we'll pay you this much if you what is, just, yeah. yeah, just leave the bar open yeah. and just serve us. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think we got kicked out, but it was basically like, like they're kind of... They're implying that like they want under to Under the table, yeah. yeah, like buying the bar for the rest of the yeah. night kind of thing. Does that happen often to your to your buddy that owns the bar? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny, okay. <laughs> but that was the only one that I was around okay. for. Yeah. Um, I would assume this happens every now and then. Yeah, especially because yeah. like a lot of bars, if there's no, you know, a lot of bars don't have windows. Right. So if you just shut the door and, would know? and yeah. just the crew is inside, then yeah. you wouldn't know. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so... That was and That's so awesome. yeah. So he showed up again there, and like I saw him, um, I w- and this was after the T-shirt incident. So yeah. I wanted to be like, "Hey man, yeah, what's up?" Mount Rapport. Yeah, but uh, I didn't say anything. Yeah, um, he uh, yeah has. It was a weird crew of like massive dudes mm-hmm. and just like kind of gross party slut girls, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, like what kind of life do you lead?" <laughs> Um, and is so, he still married? He he's married, yeah, yeah okay. but every time I've seen him, he's been out with, like, a party crew. Okay. Uh, which is mainly huge black dudes. Right. And, like, weird party slot girls. Interesting. Uh, so it's like, man, It's like his show. I mean, yeah. that's how you pick your show. Um, so I was like, all right, that's cool. So uh, it was late. We were, like, going to go home anyway. Uh, I had actually driven that night, mm-hmm. but I parked, like, maybe a block or so away, and it was... Um, it's in, like, kind of a sketch neighborhood. Okay. So, um, I was like, okay, like, you know, like, let's, let's go. I was with Samina. Mm-hmm. So like, let's, like, walk to the car. We walk outside, and there's, um, like, a 
kind of big um, black dude in like a trench coat okay. and like a cool hat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, um, like, hey, like, what's up? And he was like really chatty and friendly. Sure. And he saw that, you know, Samina was wearing heels. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, like, where are you guys walking to? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, you know, we just parked around the corner. Like, we just got to go to the car. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I'm just stuck here anyway. I can drive you. And we were just kind of like, huh? <laughs> he was like, yeah, I, um, once Mr. Chappelle is out of place, <laughs> I'm kind of just stuck around waiting for yeah. him. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so he was like, yeah. And his, his car was like right in front. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, like I can take you wherever you want. Um, so we were like, oh my gosh, yeah. This is awesome. So we hopped, we got a ride uh-huh. in Dave Chappelle's car. That's badass. Which, uh, was like a Mercedes, it was either like an S-Class or Maybach or whatever, like uh-huh. one of those like fancy cars. Um, and so we get in and I was like, oh, what is this, a Honda? <laughs> he was like, no, it's a blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ooh, that's fancy. Um, and I was like, does it have back seat warmers? Yeah. And he was like, actually, and he hits the button. And because that's Samina's huge thing. I was like, I want a seat warmer everywhere. So she was like, oh, my gosh, the whole seat warmed up. She, she was like, love it. Yeah. And we only drove like a minute around right. the block. But it was still like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and he was like a really sweet guy. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of like super random. That's pretty so cool. So got to yeah. ride in in his so, car. So now if, if you're if you just happen to be in San Francisco and Dave Chappelle's partying, try to find the driver. Yeah, you might get a free, it's better driver, than Uber. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think the other times that I've seen Dave Chappelle weren't like interactions like that, but he was like at the same kind of place. Okay, but those were the those are the ones that I remember like actually like having some kind of an interaction yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's in the city all the time. Yeah. And like, especially because like so many of my friends are bartenders and uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're always like, oh yeah, Dave Chappelle was in the bar last night. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Does he just show up to uh, places and, and perform too, like unannounced? I think for comedy mm-hmm. places he does, okay. but for bars, I think he's normally just like, there to party he's like yeah. super like low key. He's yeah. not like big and showy. He's just kind of like, hey man. And like, he's Dave Chappelle so he's yeah. like right this way mm-hmm. and he usually has like a posse with him it's stuff. interesting because he really hasn't done like movie wise or, or definitely not show wise but well those two Netflix specials yeah. that he did I think he got like 25 million or something yeah. like so insane just for like two like hour long specials yeah. I think he got like something crazy like 25 or 30 or mm-hmm. I don't know something like huge number of millions of dollars just for two hours yeah. of, of Connie special. Netflix so. is paying up the wazoo. You know, like Adam yeah. Sandler basically is exclusive to Netflix yeah. now. So. I think it was the same with like Dave Chappelle and I think Chris Rock was mm. the other one. That makes sense. Somebody, but yeah, they're just like, here's all this money. Yeah, your special is going to live on Netflix it's, now. It's smart. Yeah, it's smart to do. The other one was Kelly Osbourne, but that's oh, fine. Where, did, yeah. <laughs> where did you meet her? Uh, at a club in L.A. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was she? Uh, this was back when I was in high school, so. This was when she was still on The Osborne. Okay, so yeah. Uh, this was like after season one, mm-hmm. I think. And it was, she had just gotten out of rehab at the oh, time. Oh, God. But the the people that I, were, I was with were also SoCal people. Mm-hmm. And they were like scenester girls. So they partied with her mm-hmm. a, lot, like a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So we went to this club expecting Kelly to show up. And she did. Uh-huh. And By herself or was she? I don't remember. I think this might have been after she broke up with Bert, oh that's right from, yeah guy. exactly um, he was weird <laughs> but she showed up and like we were all dancing on like the stage together mm-hmm. and like i think it was another like bumping into her kind of thing and turn around she's like oh sorry hi mm-hmm. my name's kelly and yeah. like, oh i know who you are but nice to meet you and your dad's was, awesome yeah super sweet <laughs> yeah um and yeah the overall plan was meet kelly at the club mm-hmm. yeah um and then go back to her house after oh, which okay. at the time was still ollie's house oh that would have been so amazing. i was like Let's just take this party back yeah. to your place, but um, yeah, it didn't work out. Oh man, so, I mean, yeah. Ozzy would have just been sitting there with his dog walking. TV, he probably, probably would have been asleep. Oh yeah, I think like they had wings of the house yeah. to themselves. You would have never thing. seen him, but. but still, just to have been like, oh my gosh, I was in Ozzy's house. Oh yeah, but yeah, so that house looks it looked amazing yeah. too. So. Still, you could run in. So you never gonna, so Jack wasn't there, or in, like they didn't. Really no, it was just it. Kelly, and then uh, yeah. It was just her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good story, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, as always, David. Yeah. Okay, we're not done yet with David. Who do people think you look like that's a celebrity? So, in high school, I after I quit my uh, quit my job, mm-hmm. 
or actually, uh, this might have been after, after high school, when I quit my high school job, and I was, like, in college mode of just, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm just a student, and I don't have, like, any responsibility, and I can look like a schlub. <laughs> I had, like, all my hair grown out. Okay. So, like, really long hair, and just, like, a gross, gangly beard, <laughs> and I was at my friend's house, um, like, visiting maybe, like, Christmas break or something okay. um, after, mm-hmm. and his mom was like, oh, you look like Johnny Depp. But this was during Secret Window era of oh, Johnny no. Depp. So I was like, oh, I look like a wife murderer? Spoilers. But yeah, that's okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I look like murdering Johnny, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, in college when I had to start, you know, clean shaving for work, whatever, yeah. uh, I was at my college job and we were doing like a, you know, let's cast everybody at, uh, at you know, the at the club yeah, like, yeah. who would like who would play you in the movie of work mm-hmm. and for for whatever reason everybody said justin long i can see me. that yeah I can. and i was like yeah i guess yeah, yeah. i can see that yeah um that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> who were the other ones that people thought like, um, they, uh, i sometimes i get keanu reeves yeah but i get that i don't it's a dark hair too i, I think, think it's just yeah. the hair yeah. and like you kind of get the same the, beard almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really good at shooting kneecaps and then heads <laughs> as well. Love you, John Wick. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have much more of a you have a better personality than Keanu. I think he has a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful personality. On that note, we'll leave it. Number one Keanu fan. If you're listening, I love you. You and Ann Richards, I know. So. <sighs> He's the best. <laughs> cool. Thanks, David. <laughs> If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories.